Hello and welcome to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. My name is Ross Frushik, and I'm joined today by Allegra Frank to my right. Hello. Allegra, right there <laughs> to my right. And Chris Plant to my left. Hello. Holy cow. This is actually, should we say, the very first time that we've recorded all in the same room together? <laughs> the first time we've met Chris Plant. Yeah, I don't. I did not expect him to look like this. I right thought. now, my instinct is to keep looking down. <laughs> I, I, I just like, can't down. bring myself to look at no you. No eye contact allowed. <laughs> Um, this is a very special day. Um, we uh, are going to be talking about a very special mm. project that I'm going to say the name of right now. Wait, the name of the episode? Yeah, I'm going to no, say, not doing this say the episode name this is, right now. This is like a is... fun joke. So, okay. no, the mystery of the episode today is my elevator pitch. Are you ready for it? Yes. Okay. Thousands of smelly people. <laughs> like, just a, a, a repugnant, like a, a odorous... Cheese is what they smell like. Oh, um, all of them? All, mo- well, collectively, you have okay. to take them as a whole. Sure, um, they are legion. Yes, they are. They have legions on them. <laughs> um, uh, is scorching Los Angeles heat? Yeah. Um, I, I generally it's pretty temperate, actually. Uh, like a nice uh, seventy-five yeah, with a breeze. Nice, I'm actually. sorry. Whose episode is this? <laughs> okay, well, I'm just trying to be accurate. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Mortal Kombat stage shows. Love them. Mm. My favorite. Mm. And Jamie Kennedy. So we're talking about? <laughs> we're talking about E3, of oh, course. Uh, I thought you meant Universal Studios or Orlando. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> In California. He's a tour guide. <laughs> uh, we are talking about E3. The Electronic Entertainment Expo. So... Mm-hmm. So Allegra's been to E3. I have. Uh, I've oh. been to E3, and Plan has been to E3. This is our very first wow. time. I think we've all experienced something Wait. together. Is this yeah. a thing that Allegra likes? I love E3. Oh, thing you like? This like which is surprising given all of the negative things that Chris Plant teased this with. Oh, that's true. Well, what's so, negative about Jamie Kennedy? What's uh, negative about that's Mortal true. Kombat that's stage shows? <laughs> that is true. Okay. Th- those are all lovely. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so some backstory. Okay. It's the early 1990s. This is so weird looking you in the eyes. I feel <laughs> very upset. Okay. Why are you here? I want to put masks on. Do, do we want to explain for the people like that don't know anything about E3 like what that is, or are we going to well, get to that? Get, okay. Yeah, that's what the point okay. is. That's, okay. that's so it's what about, the about. People don't even know why it's it's called E3. Maybe it's like a cousin of E.T. Right? Oh, my God. You literally, before this episode, said you can't make puns. You will be punished he if you make puns. He literally was saying that because he wants to make the puns. Yeah, yeah Mr. Maybe. Pun King. Real pun Jamie King. Kennedy. Go ahead. It's the early 1990s. Mm. Games, when they're shown to the the retailers, yeah. the press, they're like- It's like of, Bubble Bobble era. Maybe a little later. Yeah, yeah, I would say Bubble Bobble is the only okay. game people are talking about. Sure, um, and it's been they're showing Bubble Bobble at electronic expos. So it'd be like, oh, like here's a new light switch. Uh, so uh, let me mention. So we're talking about like like these are like the county fair level like electronic shows. Like the like when I grew up in Westchester, yes. there was yeah. remember the Westchester Computer Show and Sale, mm-hmm. and they were promoting like Super VGA and Terminator Two. But for like ten years after those things came out, there are eight pages in this document, okay. and we are two <laughs> sentences in. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Allegra knows Wait, what no. I'm talking about. It is the it's like uh, CES. 
Oh, sure. And CES had been going on for quite a while. Yes. And that is – right now it happens in Vegas. At the time, there are actually two of them. There was one in Vegas and uh, Chicago. Oh. So I I, I have talk about attending CES in here. How about I don't? Yeah, <laughs> I'll just I say don't. it's one of the worst experiences. Yeah. Uh, like outside of, you know, like going to the hospital for me. <laughs> That's like a season four History of Fun yeah, well, I mean, episode. Fun where this is to be uh, a word that means anything. Um, so uh, here's here's kind of how it was going and seeing games uh, in the 90s. And this is this part's from Wikipedia. Uh, according to Tom Kalinske, who was the CEO of Sega America at the time, mm-hmm. The CES organizers used to put the video game industry way, way in the back. In 1991, they put us in a tent. Yeah. You had to walk past all the porn vendors to find us. That particular year, it was pouring rain, and the rain leaked right over our new Genesis system. <gasps> I was just furious with the way CES treated the video games industry, and I felt we were a more important industry than they were giving us credit for. Um, Sega didn't return oh. after that. Um, here's a, another another quote that accompanies that well from uh, Engadget article hmm. on the history of E3. Uh, there was a CES in Vegas where the video game industry was relegated to temporary tents out in the parking lot. This is from Andy Eddy, who is, uh, I guess at the time of this quote, the editor-in-chief of At Gamer, but he's been all over the industry. Yeah. Um, it was really windy and rainy. Some people had rain dripping on their monitors during exhibiting hours. Jeez. Uh, oh, I'm not going to read the rest of this quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm already too sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, one of these CESs in the early '90s, the, de- the developers weren't allowed private rooms at all. So like no room in the inn, and they were like, "Ugh, something, something's got to give." Sure. Yeah. Around this exact same time, and this is separate from CES, the industry uh, forms the IDSA, which. Now we know is the ESA, which is the Entertainment Software Association. Essentially, the people who like represent video games mm-hmm. on the like whenever it's kind of like a lobbying government. group. Yeah, a lobbying group. Sure. Um, uh, and it was largely largely created to form the ESRB, which was the self-regulated rating system. Um, but after they've made the ESRB, suddenly they're like, "Oh well, we have this lobbying group, and we have all this time. What are we going to do with it?" And they're like, "Oh, I know." conference a mm. conference for us um but one other group gets tied in the idsa i know there's a lot of acronyms <laughs> wait didn't you already say idsa wait no the idg okay so okay this is from this is also from wikipedia pat farrell uh yeah that's right mm-hmm. farrell that's you Will Farrell, Pat Farrell. Yeah, that's right. Different Pat, guy. <laughs> Pat Farrell, creator of GamePro, uh, which was owned by International Data Group, that's IDG, conceived of an idea for starting a dedicated trade show for video games, building off IDG's established experience in running a Macworld convention. Sure, that makes Farrell sense. contacted the IDSA, who saw the appeal of using their position in the industry to create a video game-specific trade show. Um, and Farrell seems to be like the brains of yeah. the idea at this point. CES, meanwhile, is not dumb. They see this and like, no, 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 no. Actually, we <laughs> like you. Quite we'll a be bit. nice now, and we'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Nintendo was like, yeah, that seems great. Like sure. we're huge. That won't be a problem for us. But the rest of uh, what would become the ESA was like, no. Like, yeah, we're not all Nintendo. We're gonna go with this new convention. Right. And thus, E3 was born. Yay. 
Away in a manger, an E3 was born. May 11th to 13th, 1995. Wait, can I mention something? Because we've already passed it, and I, want to, I do want to mention it. When I was a young child, I was uh-huh. probably nine years old, maybe younger. My parents took me to the Jacob Javits Center, which we've talked about in the past. Oh, hell. For Awful. what was, I think, I want to say called like Nintendo World. It was a mm. conference held just by Nintendo. It was the f- earliest memory I have of seeing like games that it never hadn't come out yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember playing like an early like dungeon. What was that? Not Dungeons and Dragons, but like you're a knight and you swipe things. Gauntlet. Sure, basically like that. Quest sixty four. Okay. <laughs> no, earlier than that. This is like NES era, and my, well, this is also like Super Mario three era. And my mind was blown. It was like an incredible experience, and that really was like a preview. It was like a proto E3 of where things were going, and it was really actually quite exciting. So it was probably around the same time. Yeah, probably. I want to say this was probably around ninety three or ninety two. Yeah. So a little bit earlier, but like again, this was Nintendo exclusive, so they hadn't done like yeah. bringing all these companies. Together. And you could sense that like everything was building to what would be E3. Yes. Like people knew there needed to be some giant precedent. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo kept doing a thing like that, Space World. Oh yeah, but that was just in Japan. Yeah. 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 Sadly. Anyway. May 11th to the 13th, 1995. Los Angeles Convention Center. I imagine it looked exactly the same as it does today. <laughs> uh, oh, terrible. They have 38 to 40,000 attendees. This is the, the first, first time. The first year. Is it open to press or is it just – or I not be- press? I believe but... it is closed. But I mean like it's But the press is like, there. But oh, like press. Yeah, obviously. Press but, and public. vendors. Right. And vendors. Okay. Um, so I that's guess huge. That, that's, that's probably, a huge start. Yeah. That, yeah. That's worth like – saying the point of E3, now it's like very consumer-facing. But the point largely at the beginning was to get vendors on board with buying copies of your games. Right, exactly. getting them excited to sell your hardware and like promote your hardware. Like a, a guy who works at GameStop, at that point probably Electronics Boutique, would show up and be like, oh, Mario 3 is pretty dope. Yeah. I'm going to buy 30,000 copies and stock them everywhere in yeah. the fall. Mm-hmm. No, probably a lot of these were um, mom-and-pop shops. Mom, like I, back, right. in, back at that true. time, you had conferences because there were just so many individual yeah. stores. It wasn't consolidated. Mm-hmm. Moms and pops. Moms and Video pops. games. Um, so this is an incredible year. On top of it just being the first one, um, it's worth like thinking about – it's 1995, but it's setting up what comes out in 96, 97, and 98, mm. which are like three of the – if you look at like a list of, oh, the best game release years of sure. all time, those are three of like the top five. That's like mid-SNES era. Yeah, it's – so at E3, 95, there was the Sega Saturn for the first time, the Sony PlayStation for the first time, the Atari Jaguar, the 3DO, the Neo Geo CD – I'm getting the junkies out of the way – the SNES, the Sega Genesis, plus all of their like – Expansions, yeah. Um, the Ultra sixty four, oh right, for the first which time. never came out in the US, and the Virtual Boy. Oh, oh no, Ultra sixty four is the N sixty four, right? Yeah, right. I was thinking of the DD. <laughs> um, game uh, Donkey Kong Country two was shown. <gasps> Earthbound, Killer Instinct, Michael Jackson shows up. Moonwalker, the the Moonwalker. Well, he had a video the game. Moonwalker. <laughs> um, there are stage shows. Uh, this is where Mortal Kombat has like a famous stage show that sure. you can see online that is just <sighs> wretched. Oh, is it no good? <laughs> I mean, it's magical. Bad stage as combat? In, like, you like, yeah, it's... You Are there... These actors were, like, given about five minutes to be like, okay, now uh, you know how to, like, come up with a stage fight, right? Are there babalities in it? 
Uh, no, they do not turn the new into babies, <laughs> um, which I always think is worth emphasizing because it sounds like it could be about babies. No, no, no. Like, no they turn into babies. Babies. That and is, friendship. Sorry, I want to underline that I did a Mike Myers impersonation. <laughs> is that what that was? Babies. Oh, yes. We won't say whose character I, that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. So, okay. Uh, some other context for this this year. Um, Sega has eight times the booth space is Microsoft. Whoa. Hell yeah. 19 times the booth space of Ubisoft. So, well, well wow. but let's talk about Sega for a second. At this point, they're, they're riding high on the Genesis. Genesis did quite well. Mm-hmm. I believe that the SNES is playing catch-up with the S, with the right. Genesis. Yeah. What? SNES is chasing the, the Genesis. No way. I'm pretty sure. That seems crazy to I'm me. pretty well, Sonic sure. Because Sonic's huge. terrible. Okay. Let's be honest. Hold on. <laughs> also, General Chaos was on the Sega Genesis and not on the SNES. Okay, so. fair enough. And that was a huge hit. <laughs> but Sonic was huge. Yeah, okay. It was, very, it was very popular. Um, just to give you uh, some ideas about Ubisoft, it had the exact same amount of space as Chips and Bits. <laughs> what is Chips and Bits? I, I mean, I don't know. I've spent a lot of time trying to find it out. That should give you an idea of how irrelevant it was. Because Ubisoft, that was still, uh, I guess Rayman had just come out. So that was like in a Rayman era yeah, of Ubisoft. Yeah, that would have been just the beginning of that. Pre-Rabbids. Um, mm, definitely pre-Rabbids. Wow. Um, that year, Atari <laughs> predicts it will release 100 games. Oh, on what? For its own console. Oh, the what? Jaguar. The Jaguar. Oh, right. I forgot yeah. they made um, that. There is online gaming. It's the X band, costs three ninety five an hour to use uh, a modem on the SNES. Yes, an hour. Yes, and the showdown is Sega v Sony. Sega, oh sure, the like dominant force. The Sega Saturn is already out in Japan. Um, it's scheduled for a September second release in the states. They like give this big keynote, um, and they're like, okay, that's it. It's the Sega Saturn. It'll cost three ninety nine in the U.S. Is that what it was? Yep. And everybody's like, eh. is that too much? Oh, this is a classic moment. This is, this is a classic moment. This is a classic moment. And they're like, oh, and you can get it right now. Oh, oh I didn't. I don't actually know that. Oh that, man. Yeah, I didn't realize video, that that man. was dropped like right at that moment. How could? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that happening right now? An entire gaming console that they announced the price of, and it's like. Go for it, guys. So, uh, How do you keep that a secret? Plant will probably get into this, but no one's ever going to do that again. Because, because... the next day, uh, Sony Corporate Entertainment of America, I think that's, no, computer, so, computer Sony Computer Entertainment. Corporate Entertainment, yes. corporate. we're here for the party. <laughs> um, the SCEA president comes out, and they have a whole Sony keynote planned. Yeah. He doesn't do the keynote. Okay. He just walks on stage, and he goes, two ninety nine. Oh. It's the best, <laughs> and and the, like the the room erupts. Mm-hmm. It is Woof. ridiculous. It is the biggest E three moment. It is also the first E three moment. Like yeah, it set it, all of the best and worst things about E three. You could take back to this moment, and everybody's <laughs> been chasing that yeah. ever since. And the wild thing is, I think Sony still take has a strategy. Like if you yeah. think about how Sony does E3, they they wait to go last, right? And they pivot, and then they they adjust. Yeah, they go against whatever everybody yeah. else did, mm-hmm. and yet people continue to let them go last. Diabolical. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, so, the aftermath of it, E3 is immediately the biggest event in games. Sure. The IDSA sees the potential, and they're like, 
mm, you know what? We would like the full IP and name. Mm. And the IDG is like, oh, okay. <laughs> and they become a vendor. And oh. the IDSA just has E3. Okay. Um, okay, so some trivia. Mostly held at uh, Los Angeles Convention Center. Yes. But the four, third and fourth shows were held somewhere else due to contract I, issues. I know. Of Ooh. course. Where, where was it? Well, do you have a guess? I, I do because I feel like I remember this. Obviously, this wasn't Santa Monica, right? Right. Because that's correct. That happens correct. later. Was it like, it was like San Jose or something weird like that? I don't know. I feel like it was Northern California. No, maybe. way off. It was way. Southern California. Way off. You, you want me to drop it? Yep. Hot Atlanta. Oh was, God, Atlanta. I knew that. It was Hot Atlanta, Georgia. Um, uh, and apparently that was. <laughs> don't touch the mic, Allegra. <laughs> <laughs> it was super freaking hot, according to a quote from Engadget. So there yeah. were okay. hot summer but days. But you specified Somebody, California. Yeah, that's true. You did specify California. You said the scorching Good Los thing. Angeles yeah. is, It's not recorded, so we'll <laughs> never know. That's surprising. Uh, that Was it in June? Uh, yes, I believe so. Or May or June. Yeah, May. Well, so you're uh, saying like summer it, in Atlanta. trivia. <laughs> Oh, is that part of trivia? Is well, when E3 be, happens? the other month that it was. Uh, <laughs> okay. Was Sorry. Okay. Anyway, this is this is where I'm going to plug something. I believe this is when it was Atlanta was when they showed Duke Nukem Forever for the first time. Whoa. Oh, I yeah. think you mentioned that when we so, when we were doing that episode. Throwback People to Duke go. Nukem Forever episode. Yeah. Go listen to it. Like and subscribe. Spam that like button. Hit that subscribe. Smash it. Smash, Smash it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for staying with us. <laughs> um, uh, where else has E3 been held-ish? You named okay. one, Santa Monica. Yeah, Santa Monica is a good one. What's the other one? I okay. don't. Wait. Oh, okay, Hotlanta, Santa Monica, LA. You're not going to guess it. It's not Vote Anaheim. of confidence there. It wasn't in Anaheim, right? In Anaheim. Tokyo. In Whoa. 1996, they had a special E3 Tokyo edition. Whoa! Alongside normal E3. Oh, okay. Alongside. Oh, it happened at the exact same time. Well, no, like it was like a se- it was like they the, had two. The, okay, like, oh, got it. Two. Um, and Sony and Sega bailed, like <gasps> basically at the last minute. <laughs> so That's Nintendo, their home home <laughs> turf. Nintendo got stuck with it. <laughs> oh, Nintendo, and they turned into That's, Space World. Yeah, did they? <laughs> that might have been a reaction to that. Yeah. Um, so Sony and Sega continue to dominate the early E3s. Uh, in 96, Sony cuts the price of the PlayStation. Sega follows later with its own cuts. Yeah, how can they be dominated? How can Sega be dominating with what is effectively a failure console? Well, they're still big, though. You know, it okay. takes things a while to sure. die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the body shuts down very slowly. Yes. Um, in 98, Sega shows the Dreamcast. But, like... As this is happening, things are naturally changing. Yeah. And, and it, we have to like pull back to the whole industry. Um, it's late 90s, early 2000s. Can you, sorry, can you imagine for a second, like you reveal your console and then three years later you're like, oh, we're going to need another one? Wait, I can't imagine that because Nintendo literally just did that <laughs> with the Wii U and then the Switch. And the sad thing is, the Dreamcast is the best console ever made, but it mm. didn't get the love that the Switch did. Jumping Flash. Um, Jumping Flash was not on the oh, Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, it was on PlayStation. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> This is why the Dreamcast died. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think it was the rampant piracy. Um, so, okay, over the, the there's like this decade here of Microsoft gets into the business with the Xbox, but doesn't get into the business through PC gaming, which would be the logical sure. avenue. Uh, instead, we've got Steam, um, and Nintendo eventually gets to the Wii. 
I mean, a lot happens in between. Yeah. But really, it's just them kind of dog. I know people like the GameCube, but let's be it's honest. It's got a ourselves. handle. The Can Ninten- you just stop yourself? The Nintendo 64 and the GameCube were not great, periods. Well, uh, okay, but you're for not gonna, Nintendo. Yeah, yeah not just financially, systems. you mean. Yes. They, okay. th- those are not what I would Because the GameCube is by far the cutest console ever made. And it's and amazing. Ta- I mean, it, as like an object, a yeah. plastic. Yeah, yeah. Sure, it's very charmed. And Wind Waker came out on it. That was very cute. Okay. Cutest Zelda on the cutest console. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the industry is growing, and E3 is becoming like really, it's embiggening. <laughs> yes. Embiggening. <laughs> perfectly um, cromulent. Should word. we talk about when, when our first <laughs> E3s were? Walter what year our first E3s were? Because we've already passed mine. Okay. You, uh, yeah, we can say it as as we hit our first Okay, E3. so we've already passed mine. My first E3 was 2002. Okay. 2002. Perfect timing. I was a sophomore in college. What? Uh, interning for Underground Online, UGO.com. Mm. And, <gasps> and I went out there. And, Google. and I was very, very young. I was 19 years old. Um, which is just barely over the edge of allowed, mm. and this was a this was a decadent time. Are we going to talk about decadence in this episode? We can because I can. Oh, you world, don't. World, well, you no. You share a okay, little, I'll preview. Actually, no, right now is a great time. Okay, I'll decadence. preview a little bit of the decadence. So I'm 19 years old, sent out there. Um, one of the nights, and SFW, and SFW. One of the nights, uh, I'm given um, an invite to a, the Sony party, um, which uh, was an annual event. It was a very big deal. And I don't know what's going on, but they're like, okay, here's the invite. Just show up here, whatever. I show up. It's on the Sony lot, like where they film everything. And I'm going through, secu- like, the, you know, the little house with the security guy and the mm. thing goes up. And I'm like, we're going there. And I'm like, this is where, I don't know, Spider-Man was made? No. Yeah. Sure. Spider-Man was made there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the entire, like, lot It has been taken over by this party with, like, outrageous amounts of, like, booze and craziness and like circus performers and then someone's like and now outcast and then outcast <gasps> performed and this is like peak outcast oh this is God. like right as uh that album came out uh love below and uh whatever that speaker, speaker box. box speaker box thank you oh my gosh um <laughs> it was peak out and and i'll be honest i i got a little bit tipsy because I was a 19-year-old person. And Whoa, that's illegal. And you were like, speaker box, the love below. <laughs> speaker box, yes. the okay, love okay. below. Okay, okay, <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, yeah, that's like a little preview. Uh, you know, that does not happen anymore, which is probably for the best. <laughs> I broke Allegra. <laughs> you broke everyone. Uh, that does but, not happen anymore, but that was sort of a... There's still a lot of decadence. Nothing we'll, to that extent, but... We'll get to one. Okay. There's one. Um, so, yeah, things are growing. Exa- I mean, exactly what Fresh just said. It is getting out of control. Just an absurd amount of money. On top of these parties, the, the booths were like, and this is actually true again now, were multi-story, like two oh, to three-story yeah, sure. booths. Um, they had custom theaters, which, again, they're, like, getting back into this. Yeah. Where it's, like, building Go into the Doom Mars-like themed. It's, like, a little, like, one of those Disney rides. Sony yeah. is actually you. probably the ridic- most ridiculous right now because Sony has, like, five temp theaters that it built yeah. into the floor. Yeah. Um, hundreds of screens. There are celebrities everywhere. According to this uh, Engadget piece, by 2006, companies could spend between 5 to $10 million uh, on the show. Whew. Each year, crazy. Um, so naturally, some we're leading into 
uh, not a great time for the economy. Um, <laughs> right. And I'm right when I'm going to graduate college. Um, and some big brands, they're like looking at their books and like, you know what? No, we're, we're just going to not do this. Mm-hmm. And they decide to skip. Um, and this is for going into 2007. <clears throat> and they're like, beyond even the cost, bloggers are starting to come Ugh. and they're diluting the guest list. So they're like, it costs too much. There's just too many people there. It's huge. I think it's like in like the 60,000 people yeah. at this point. Jeez. It was outrageous. Um, and, you know, like it's just not serving the purpose that it used to. Um, also, the industry is consolidated, so it's not, not right. as many mom and pop shops. Um, so we know the, the, the bad years. Um, 2007, the 18th E3, ESA moves the show to Santa Monica. In a year, it goes from 60,000 attendees to 10,000. Well, but but you should mention, like, that's not out of lack of interest necessarily. That's, like, them trimming down. I think it was, like, them trimming down the... The industry is still doing... It's still huge. Right. It's just, yeah, that they're... Because that E3, I remember that E3. Like, it was literally, like, walking from hotel room to hotel room in Santa Monica. And then they had, like, a show floor off in wherever where there was like a, a mini show floor yeah. in I want to say Anaheim or somewhere yeah. like off the beaten path that I never went to but like it just wasn't an event it was it was like a business it was like a week of straight up business yeah which was not very thrilling and makes for kind of a hard event to cover but I mean can it was less exhausting yeah <laughs> so there well, was that and the industry on top of um just the sheer silliness of the expense and the economy being where it was. Yeah. It's also moving into HD gaming. And, like, people do not know how to budget AAA games mm-hmm. at first. Like, right. people were spending, I mean, they still are, but, like, they're figuring, like, Ubisoft now understands, oh, we used to have eight studios working on one franchise, and we shuffle yeah. all these teams. It's like, there's been a whole relearning of how to spend money um, that I don't think publishers understood, and that's why they had to cut back. Wait, so was the Santa Monica year the year after, like, the big Sony m- memorable conference? Wasn't that 2006? The, the PS3 the conference? The PS3 oh, one? That, well, the PS3 conference was... also wasn't at E3, I don't think. Yeah, uh, what? Was. Where they announced the, the price? Like the oh, Ridge the Racer. Yeah, Ridge, yeah, Ridge Racer, Racer yeah. Giant Crab, Attack. Yeah, um, yeah all the greats. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, a little more about this one. Microsoft holds its conference at the Santa Monica High School. Um, Activision has yeah. Jamie Kennedy host its press conference. Oh, boy. And if, if maybe if we ask very nicely, Fresh will cut in just a tiny bit of audio, if I can get it <laughs> okay. for him, right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's be quiet so I remember to cut okay. it in. And if that silence makes it into the final episode, I screwed up. <laughs> also, wow, 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 that... That entire press yeah. conference. You should watch the whole thing. Yeah, you, you should really, watch the whole thing. That was just a brief clip. Unbelievable. It's super bad. That it is a thing that actually happened. Yes. Um, they have another small year in 2008. And then 2009, <laughs> apparently the economy's back, I guess, even though it's been literally right in the middle of the recession. Um, they're they're back, baby. Well, here here yeah. is my prediction. I don't know if you have any quotes to uh-huh. support this, but my guess is that the big issue with those years, because they did the one in Santa Monica and then they did one at the E3 Convention Center, but it was like much, much smaller than they had previously done. Yeah. And my guess is that there was a lot of pushback, maybe from the industry, I don't know, saying 
look, we do. This isn't a splashy event anymore. Like we're not getting headlines in USA Today because we had a few people show up at the LA Convention Center. Like we need the panache back. Well, so that year, I I think Microsoft and Sony were probably aggressive to bring it back for what you're saying Mm -hmm. because this is my first E3. Yeah, just for Chris Plant, they wanted to go hard. (laughs) We had to go hard for that sweet little boy. Um, (laughs) And the ESA limits guests to 45,000, so it's still relatively small. I am now – you've moved to MTV at this point. Uh, Probably, yeah. And I am now, in my first year, also the games editor of this site. So I get, like, way too much access to do things that I should not get to do. And it is the year that Sony shows the PlayStation Move, Rock Band Beatles is shown, (gasps) and Microsoft reveals Project Natal. Oh, yeah. And they had the Behind Closed Doors demos. And I remember going from... The behind closed doors demo of Project Natal, playing Burnout Paradise with my foot. Which <laughs> oh, yeah. Made no sense. This is Connect, what would become Connect. What would become Connect. Yeah. Um, and there was like a rock band party for Beatles Rock Band on the roof of the Ace Hotel. Yes. And it was just like. Imme- the, what, I didn't think there were Beatles there. Wasn't There might have been Ringo a Beatle or two. I don't think at the party, but there were Beatles there for the. I Ringo reveal. was there. Ringo's always Ringo there. Was Peace and love. Yeah, He's always been Peace there. and love. Peace, Peace and love. love. Magical boys of Liverpool. Octopus is gone. Octopus, just don't send me any more fan mail. <laughs> Peace and love, no more mail. Peace and love. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, like immediately, it's just back. Like, and, and like, of course, it is because Project Natal was the perfect way to get E3 back. It is just an absolute promise that is so meant for the mainstream that could never be delivered. On. Yes. Like, you hold up your hands and you're kicked. Board, your 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 kick. You use your body. You hold a skateboard up. Well, to the this is also right after. Video game. This is after we the Wii had been a huge hit, right? Yes. So like they're kind of this Both was of Microsoft's answer. Yeah, and Sony with the, with the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah with Sony with about the move, motion. Right. Was this the year with the like circus performance thing I, they did mm, ahead of E three that one of the other Sony parties, which was at Dodger Stadium, had like. A but whole circus. Microsoft. So Microsoft, I think, is the f- next year. Okay. When they're like, we oh. go from Natal to Connect. And yeah. they had, this is the year Cirque that they had, I think this is the uh, deeply uncomfortable year where they, oh, I don't even know how to, like, uh, we, we might cut this out of the episode. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. They're, so they, I, they made us dress up in white ponchos <laughs> that looked not great. They, they kind of gl- glowed green this when like like, a, hit with the right light. Just to set this up, this is like a, this was a press event. That was not really like previewed in any sort of way. They're like, show up here, and we show up, and they give us these ponchos. It's in this huge theater down at USC. Yeah. And you go into the venue, and before you even go into the theater, they, they had, there's all, the, I guess it was probably like the loading bays, but they had turned it into a set, and there were these houses. Yes. Like fake homes that were built. And they, they, they made you put on the poncho, and then they had you go yeah. into people's homes, and one of the homes, there, there were actors there performing like, oh, they're just there. But one of the homes is uh, a young black family, and you break in their home through the window in your white poncho. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was like not great, Bob. No, uh, it, it, was, it was it was a problem. But just like the whole look of it was just like uh, the optics of this are so not good. Oh yeah, God. it was really bad. And then and then they paid a bunch of money to Cirque du Soleil to like for a unique performance where a giant elephant walked through the crowd. Yeah. And I think that's the next year. That was... No, that was the same year. 
It was the same. I, I like that it all really just bleeds together. Yeah, because yeah, Cirque du Soleil wanted us all to have those robes. Fun little backstory is that I have a I had a horrible stomach bug while this was going on. Oh, that's so nice. I'm in a white poncho like. Uh, as an oh, elephant no. is like walking past me. You're breaking into somebody's home. I was, uh, I was, I was a rough you're night. Someone's home and just puke on the uh, floor. It was real bad. It was a bad night. Connect. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, that, I mean that that kind of takes us into into modern E3. Yeah. From there, it, it expands. Uh, it goes uh, semi-public more recently, mm-hmm. and then it really blew up again. It went from I think like the mid fifty thousands of attendees. Into last year's sixty-eight thousand. A lot attendees. of people. Yeah, because you can now pay money. I think it's a sizable, like three hundred bucks or it's something. A, it's a lot, and yeah. I think they only they have only. I think it's like ten to fifteen thousand tickets for right. Yeah, people who want to buy their way in. Yeah. Um, stuff to know about E3. Wait, are we glossing over my first E3? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <sighs> wow, sorry. My first E3 was twenty sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's very fun. Uh, I don't know if anything big happened that year, though, because that was the year right after, like, Final Fantasy XV, Ico, yeah. Shenmue, so there wasn't anything super exciting for 2016. I'm sorry. And also last year, there was not. What was your favorite memory from that first E3 you went to? Uh, <laughs> what did I get to pl- I got to play um, Last Guardian. Oh, and that was really exciting for me. Just a port of a game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Oh, I think that was the E3 where they made like the Shenmue announcement and like Last Guardian still coming out and like. Well, this was like the year after that. So oh. this was like, okay, Last Guardian's going to come out this okay, year. Yeah, yeah. first demo. Sure. And I remember being like, it's so beautiful. And then yeah. it came out. And I was it was like, like oh, not great. It's actually beautiful for the PS3. The console should have been on. Anyway, Dragon. Got him so good. Sony not going to recover. Good luck. It's Microsoft's time to share. We might not have games, but we weren't just totally wrecked. Oh, please don't leave that in the episode. Um, Okay, so some things to know. Microsoft has some games. I mean, who doesn't love Gear? Okay, go um, on. Some, 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 Some publishers, they don't participate. Um... Uh, uh, one of the most famous examples, infamous, I should say, examples of this is Activision. Mm-hmm. The year that they they got in uh, legal disputes with the creators of Call of Duty, and Ooh. like those people left eventually to go create the Titanfall studio Respawn. That year, they were like, "Hey, everybody's real mad at us. Uh, the press is like very skeptical. We're not going to show up at E3." People like. That makes sense, you know, like you're cutting a budget. And then the week before E3, they're like, we're not going to show up on the E3 show floor because we're renting out the Staples Center. Yeah. <laughs> and it's for the fans. And they oh, yeah. rented out the Staples Center, the entire Staples Center. And they had a Cirque du Soleil strip. I didn't go to that they, one. Oh, it was. Uh, I'm too good for that. It was, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, correct choice. They had a stripper pole that was like 150 feet. It was like floor to ceiling of the center with the like woman doing that while Jane's Addiction mm-hmm. played. Oh my god! And then Eminem came out into the set and Danger Mouse, not Danger Mouse, DJ Mouse. No, oh, what's not Dead Mouse? Dead Mouse. Okay. Thank you, DJ Mouse. <laughs> DJ Mouse, our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Mouse comes out and, and does he did the interstitials they had oh Tony Hawk came out and they brought out a vert ramp for no reason oh my God. it was just so 
so incredibly expensive. Yeah, Activision generally goes hard. I mean, they. I went to a. It was a Jay Z Eminem duo show that just like it was amazing. That was, Activision put on. That Activision put on. Yeah, for oh DJ Hero, I want to say. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just I, outrageous amounts of money. They uh, the who? I guess the who? That's them, right? Yeah. Was that them? No, that who? was Viacom. Probably had a Who concert. Yeah. Like it, it's uh, like you forget. We often forget because. You know, day to day, it's like, well, there's whatever, a new indie game coming out or there's a new DLC pack for Fortnite. We forget just how much money these companies have, don't we? Don't we? Oh, some so, people do. So much money. It's astonishing. Um, EA recently moved out of the convention center. They have their own thing now. Uh, EA Play. EA Play. Um, Nintendo has changed their approach. They like largely use this show floor for like one game and it's like oh here's just the big thing and yeah. the giant like spectacle of it uh and they do all their announcements on nintendo directs which honestly with where the industry is and what the point of e3 is that's what it should be anyway mm-hmm. yeah and, and i feel bad for people coming to e3 because it is semi-public but what they did as a response to that is they essentially put all the real demos behind closed doors yeah. and everything for the guests is actually closer to the Mortal Kombat stage show. Right. Like it's all these like goofy like pitch things with like people on stages not really showing giving the games, away like tote bags. Giving away toys. And... Bethesda has a store. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah and it's it like, does. oh great, you can spend hundreds of dollars to go yeah. buy Bethesda toys. And for the few events that are worth going to for the public, like there's like whatever, you can wait in line for a theater, but you might wait in line eight hours. Yeah, like that's exactly. how you spend one of your days for three hundred dollars or whatever the ticket is. Like you just spend your day, well, I'm gonna wait in this line for eight hours and I'll see a demo for fifteen minutes mm-hmm. and that'll be worth it. Yeah. And honestly, like, well, I, I mean, it, it's weird, right? Because all of us, like, are a little bit jaded on that front. So I guess for someone that's thrilling. But, like, there's also, like, there's so many alternatives. Like, there's packs and there's, like, all these other events that people, normal, non-industry people can go to and, and have that experience. E3, I don't think, is giving people what they want beyond, like, being able to say, hey, I went to E3. So Yeah, I, I think that is right in judging from responses, which we'll get to in a second. I think that's kind of the experience of people who went last year. Yeah. Um, very cr- quick uh, final couple things. E3 finally changed its logo, which yeah. has been in dire need of oh, changing. I didn't know it changed. Uh, yeah. Yes, it changed in October. Um, they are considering a new space post-2019, oh. but they've been kind of doing that forever. I guess they're in negotiations with the convention center about sure. expanding it, but it is just not. Do, it is not a great Does it need to be expanded? Center. Is that the issue? I think it needs to just be in a better venue. You're, like, I think it's a, a location issue because right now, I mean, it used to be a lot worse because L.A., downtown L.A. used to be a, like a bomb went off. And now there's tons of hotels you can stay at, but they're all $600 a night. So, like, for anyone that's not, I don't know, super balling, like Miyamoto's, like, rolling in with his six Mercedes convoy like everyone else it's kind of a pain in the ass to get to the convention center and like do stuff so like if it was in san francisco i'd kind of be thrilled to be honest but that's just me san francisco yeah i think san francisco is the easiest place you could hold it at moscone or or um yeah oh yeah sure moscone i mean it's not a nice convention center but there's tons of places to stay there's bart i don't think it's big enough I, might well, not yeah, be we're, we're getting really okay really sorry, really sorry. Wow, this is, i am really sorry to everybody who like <laughs> literally like fell asleep the car veering off anyway the um 
So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, I was going to say we could, like, talk about, like, hey, what are we excited for? But, like, I, I don't want to date this episode too much. Yeah, no. I, I, I I will share this one story, which is a story I think I've shared elsewhere. But it's my favorite Miyamoto story. <gasps> it's, I've it's, been told that you have an amazing Miyamoto story. I you know this one. I I'm don't sure remember. I have, okay, let's I hear have it. You <laughs> have a lot. My, my don't build it up too I, much. I, is a gift in that I have many <laughs> just really bizarre interactions with this person. Um, but, no, there was this uh, – period where the indie teams were like, oh, we're going to have our own E3. Mm-hmm. During E3, buy it. Um, and it was like, oh, that's nice. Kind of a bad idea because uh, you're going up against millions of dollars in marketing and you could use the rest of the year, but sure, sure, I guess this will work. And they uh, ended up having a party at the San Francisco, not San Francisco, the LA Museum of Contemporary Art which is right down the street from the convention center. You have to kind of like walk up this big hill. And it's a gorgeous space. It has this big, beautiful um, kind of like central courtyard. And everybody's there, and it's like all these indie dudes. It's mostly like indie, the, the prototypical indie dude. The artsy Imagine a uh, hundred of that same guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, they look a lot like me. Um, and they're all there like playing their games. And then I hear this murmur, and it kind of turns into like a hushed roar. Uh, and it's like Miyamoto's, Miyamoto's here. Oh my God, Shigeru Miyamoto, the maker of Mario's here. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And I, 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 I am like walking out essentially at this point. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll see him coming to this party. How, how very generous of him. And he is coming down the street. He turns as if to go into this party. He looks up at it, and it's just like all of his children are like, he finally came back from getting cigarettes. He does love us. <laughs> and he looks and, like, smiles as his head goes back down, and then he walks downstairs because he's there to see the new Rothko exhibit. <laughs> oh, my God! And then he just completely drops them. Yeah. And they're, like, so sure, like, oh, we had sent the invite. He got the invite. He, I, I thought he would never show up. <laughs> No, he didn't show up. He was there for the Rothkos because he's there for real art. Oh, yes. Weren't, weren't, five line burn. Yeah, it's, it was sad. It's so sad. I felt, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, he's going to play sports friends and they're going to feel so good. He is not your sports friend. Nope. Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, wow. Reader, reader, read only memories. Reader only memories. Oh. I think you just sing it. Like differently every time. No, it's exactly the same every time. <laughs> uh, so this first one is from uh, his name is Patrick um, at Waypoint. Okay, I've heard of him. <laughs> I've heard of him. I've been going since. Wait, I'll read it like him. I've been going since I was fourteen. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> That's Patrick. not what he I'm just like. joking, Patrick. <laughs> um, uh, no, he'd be like, I like the Chicago Bears, even that though they have like a bad him. quarterback. Yes. <laughs> um. I've been going since I was 14 years old, and back then, basically anyone could get in, so long as you had a website, even if it was on GeoCities or whatever. They even had a pink under, I'm quoting, underage, okay, (laughs) press badge they gave you, and you had to be escorted by a parent, a.k.a. my dad. It's very sweet. Yeah. Um, I believe the website I went with originally was Gamers Online. Yes, Gamers Online with a Z. Awesome. Which uh, I, I... respond to him that I think 
you can tell how long somebody's been working in the games press by whether or not they've worked at a publication that has a Z in it. <laughs> I feel like that's like I, I think we underground online it didn't is have so, a Z though. It doesn't even need it's a close. Z. It's, it's, it's beyond yeah. the Z. The, the Z is implied. Um, uh, ben Silverman. Okay. Maybe you've heard of him. Yes. Okay. Um, I flew a biplane over the Georgia Dome for Red Baron 2. <laughs> um, he also had an incident with John Landau, uh, who, the producer of Avatar, where he made, I believe he made him hold his Oscar. <gasps> it was, uh, John Landau, there was a very weird demo when Ubisoft was showing off. Uh, Avatar. They like had the first. I think it was like a hundred inch TV. Sure. Oh. The game looked terrible on it because like it was. Yeah, it was not a very good looking yeah. game. Yeah. Um. Adam Rosenberg mentioned Konami's 2008 presser when Rock Best. Revolution. Oh yeah, disastrous Rock Revolution demo, which you should definitely uh, watch online. It Wait, is... is that the one with um Tak Fuji? Uh, I think that might have been a different one. I can't okay. recall, but that one's. Peak. Yeah, that Konami had some real gems over the years. Uh, Scott Benson, one of the co-creators of Night in the Woods, said Conan Brian walked past the Night in the Woods kiosk at E3 2014, gave it one brief look, and then kept walking. Oh, <laughs> and so sad. Um, uh, from Michael Moore, uh, former Polygon, now at the Verge. The f- first year I went, the year they announced the DS, I was a freshman in college writing game reviews for a defunct anime website. <laughs> the next year I remember standing in line at Nintendo's booth to play Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess, and everyone in line was on PictoChat to pass the time. Oh, PictoChat. <gasps> I love PictoChat. That was, that was a, a, a simpler time. Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing that I uh, have enjoyed about this Sorry, Andrew Webster says that time you were too big to fit in the meeting room, which is the time of <laughs> I don't know why I'm putting this in here. A publicist was like, we I, we had uh, our then intern um, at The Verge who was like six foot five. Oh, no. He was like, uh, he was like the, the publicist was like, oh, uh, is he going to do this demo? And I was like, actually, he doesn't have time, but I, I'm going to take it. And they're like, oh, sorry, there's just not enough space in there. Oof. Like, what? Whoa. Uh, for, for everyone who thinks, they probably listen to the show, and they're like, he sounds like he's seven foot tall. Right, exactly. I'm actually not that tall. You're very not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, the thing that I liked was... Um, like, going from being a kid watching, this is from uh, Mel, going from being a, a kid watching the show on G4 to being on the floor was being pretty great. Uh, best moment last year was my Treat Yourself Hour, where I went to the Indicate and played all of their awesome games and got oh. to show them off uh, for the E3 audience. I think that's, like, kind of consistent here. Yeah. Of, like, watching it. Just, like, watching it. G4 comes up over and over again of, like, making a day of it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna, I don't have school, it's summer, I'm gonna watch this thing. There's gonna be something that totally surprises mm-hmm. me. And, like, that's the thing that I try to remind myself whenever we're covering it. Because on one hand, I do feel like it is 100% my obligation to be um, the spoil sport because it is a giant marketing machine. Sure. Yeah. And, like, as the press, it is worth underlining that a million times like hey we've covered this for 10 years um or more or less mm-hmm. <laughs> and and like we get that you know a lot of this stuff's just never going to come out or it's not going to look anything like that and it, before you go and get your pre-order just be that but at the same time i do like temper that with the fact that like this is fun yeah like mm-hmm. it, it, it while well, it can be marketing and be fun at the same time yeah. disney can be 
<laughs> evil in certain ways and still be Disney World. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's that's uh, that's the history of great. Disney. Thank Just you. To interject briefly mm. on yes. that point. Okay. As the person who's only been there twice, although I'll be there again this year, um, that's definitely how I feel about it too. Like I'm not very cynical about it yet. Like I still love E3 because I was definitely one of those people who grew up watching it every year on G4, wishing I could be there trying to get my parents to let me get out of school so I could watch oh, it. Wow. Uh, then making them tape it for me and watching the entire five-hour span of wow. it. Uh, one time I took off work so I could watch it. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so I totally relate to those people. What is your favorite E3 goof? Uh, like from the actual show? Just like things from a press conference. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I love like the Sony conference, everything from that. I love the Konami conference, all those gifts from that. My favorite thing is that image from IGN, you know, that meme. Where it's oh, like, where everyone's depressed and then surprised. Yeah, like when they're showing, I think, Zelda yeah. on GameCube or something. Like everyone's just kind of sitting there like looking bored. And then it cuts to like them all going like, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of how I feel about E3 for sure. Do you have a favorite? You know, it all just blends together after it a does, while. Right? It's not it's not necessarily in a bad way, it's just like it is hard to like like kind of put yourself in that other mindset and be like, this was I don't know. It really does just like it's just a big mash for me. I feel like I'm able to separate it by before pot was legal in California <laughs> and after because I like that is the one there, there is a period where, like, it didn't smell like people were getting just totally big. Yeah, it's and a now little... you go to like the press conferences, and it's like it's illicit. Wow, <laughs> every year oh it is more and more. Um, so yeah, I think that's Th- it. Thank you, Chris Plant. That thank was excellent you. as usual. Thank you, Allegra, as usual for sharing your uh, enthusiasm for E3. Love it. And thank you to everyone at home. Uh, for listening to this episode of The History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do, be sure to. Uh, you know, you're probably also subscribed at this point, but if you're not, please subscribe because we really appreciate it and it helps us go up, up, up in the rankings. Tell your friends and family to subscribe. Also, tell your friends and family. You know what? Share it on Twitter. Uh, share your favorite episode, whether it's this one or another one. Uh, could be this one. This is a show you can listen to with kids. You can that listen to this show with uh, kids. Very People nice, mention uh, that. Listener mentioned that. that was yeah. yeah, great point. We try to keep things um, um, very uh, kid friendly. SF- mostly SFW. Um, except for the drug reference, which we just had. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you at home, and we will be back next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.